was um, who was the uh, well you had um, I'm trying to think their names but anyhow it was a, a group that liked to just talk back and you know Tom just quietly oh, kept going yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. yes <laughs> anyhow so and Tom's been uh, he's been worked on inventing a few things I know of in the uh, fitness industry um, and yep. so is a master of many things. And Hannah was your nutritionist, right? By trade, by yeah, training dietitian. or dietitian, mm-hmm. yep. different. <laughs> and you guys started um, uh, a meal delivery service, right? Or on, on the road meals and which has grown rapidly. And I think that's an interesting story as well. But the reason I had them on is they are adventurers. I think they are the definition of adventure. And so tell me how your they traveled the the United States and a little bit of Canada, I think, too. Did you go on Mexico? Just the United States. Okay. Well, that's good. America. Um, uh, but tell me how that idea started. Because you remember you were renting, you are maybe thinking about buying a house, and then all of a sudden you posted a picture of a big truck. You called me and said, what do you think of the F something diesel? And I said, or should I do this or that? And then you, all of a sudden you bought a truck and an RV. And then what happened? How did that come about? What made you decide to do that? It was pretty quick. Um, it was during COVID. Um, for, she went remote for her job, and I, my clientele went from like 35 clients to like nine. So I was like, I might as well just go remote and do some <laughs> online stuff. And I think one day we were just talking about um, like, like the van life or something. And that weekend, there was an RV show. And like that Saturday, we bought an RV yeah. <laughs> before we had a truck. Yeah, so had no idea what we're doing, yeah. what we're looking for, but we were like, well, we don't have to be tied down to Arizona, you know. If we're both remote, why won't why not like explore other options? So yeah, that came up. And you literally <laughs> did that. You literally like packed the RV. Drove it around a little bit to see if you knew how to do it, right? I mean, kind of. I mean, you yeah, didn't no, have you didn't I, any big rig training, no, right? Either no, of you? No, no I still no. haven't really driven it besides twenty minutes 20 on the minutes, highway yeah. straight. So I don't think that counts. Out of like sixty thousand miles, <laughs> <laughs> her fair share. Yeah. I'm sure she was navigating. Oh yeah, I because I know how I know to. how my life is with having a navigator in my car. RPS, as we refer to her, is Rosanne Positioning System. Yeah, uh, which uh, you know is not the kinder, gentler version of uh, GPS, but uh, you know. The the, the, the Middle Eastern <laughs> yeah, version. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so uh, how did you decide where to go first? Um, where did we go first? Well, we we wanted Utah. to do a trial run. Yeah. So we had ev- like sold everything from most of our belongings, downsized. We got a brand new puppy, which. Oh, I remember that. Yes. Yeah. So let's get we, an we RV did everything and a at puppy. Once. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was a security plan, so that was the puppy. Yeah. <laughs> he has, like, post-travel depression right now. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> Probably. that's another He's thing. so bored. But, yeah, so um, we wanted to yeah. do a trial run just to make sure we didn't get too far from Arizona and had complications, and I'm glad we did because we learned that flat tires are a real thing, yeah. especially uh, when you have more tires than just yeah. four. <laughs> so trial run was really <laughs> worth it. We went to Utah first to answer that question. Did you go to Moab? We did, yeah. It, right? Yeah. That was that area. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And then yeah. hurricane for a yeah. little bit. And then we came back and we had a wedding in November. So that was 
kind of our last launch, and then we took off. So um, would you say that uh, – so obviously it didn't go as expected to begin with, right? Flat tires. What other, what other things did you learn quickly about RV life? Um, there's a lot of moving around. We mm-hmm. stayed in a lot of, like, random parking lots, like Walmarts and <laughs> Cracker Barrels and stuff like that. I think we had six flat tires. Mm-hmm. Um, may or may not have clipped – a part of a gas station with the, <laughs> with the <Yeah>. trailer, <laughs> but um, no, it, it like it taught us to just just move on. Like everything that happened, it was like okay, that we're experiencing a really really great thing. So for every little thing that happened that was bad, it was like worth it. Yeah, and I think a lot of people probably in our position would get really really frustrated, and for a little bit we would get frustrated at different things, and then you just realize okay, how do you fix it? How do you get through it? Like because you could. Be angry, but that's not really helpful. Yeah. So I think that really, like, helped us in the long run just realize that it's just you take it by stride one step at a time or one wheel at a time, yeah. and you just move on. <laughs> duct tape is your friend. Yeah. There's actually duct tape on the RV <laughs> where we clip the things. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I, one of the things I marveled at was um, – so you guys hadn't been together that long, right? How long had that been? A couple of years? We'd yeah, lived together true. almost two years at that point. Which, yeah. We so moved in shortly years, after yeah. we got together. So, mm-hmm. yeah, short of three years. Yeah. Well, but so all of a sudden you went from you can leave the house, you can go do your things, to it's you two and a puppy in a small quarters doing something you've never done before. <laughs> And mm-hmm. in the end, you came back and you were still together. I mean, you didn't drop like Tom off somewhere in Maine and say, get out. I mean, your family. <laughs> oh, there were times. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, I can only imagine. I didn't drive the RV, so I can well, stop. That's right. So, you, yeah, you had <laughs> to yeah, stop. Yeah. You had to keep going. Just kidding. Yeah. Uh, but uh, what, so what was the best part, do you think? I mean, when you, so you think about this, I mean, there's many, but is there something you got out of this, that whole thing that you said, wow, we would never have, we would never be. X if we hadn't gone on this crazy road trip. Because it was a year almost, wasn't it? Or it was a year? Yeah, it was over a year, right? Like mm-hmm. a year and... A almost a year and a half. Yeah. 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 Um, what's the best thing? Multiple things. Probably, honestly, seeing the country, but also experiencing, like, different states that we've never been to. Um, we really eventually want to get a place in Idaho in addition to Arizona. Never would have thought that, ever. Mm-hmm. Um, the resiliency just <laughs> that definitely helps like, with our chaos transition life to our current yeah. chaotic life. Yeah, I suppose life today is nothing compared to the unknowns of every day in RVing <clears throat> and flat tires and breakdowns and everything else. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> it's, it's a, a different chaos. chaos right now, yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's good. Yeah. Uh, did you ever run out of fuel? Yes. Yes, we yes, did. We did. <laughs> and well, we were pulling into the gas station, and the gas station was closed. Which, and so the next was, one was like thirty yeah. miles. It was in Oregon, and it was in between this huge stretch of area that doesn't have gas stations. And we're towing with our truck, so the trucks, you know, what is it to at nine miles per gallon? Yeah. So we're maybe, losing maybe. pretty <laughs> rapidly. <laughs> yeah. And. Um, Neutral downhill. You would never think that a gas station would be closed at like 4 or 5 p.m. in the middle of the week. 
but it, it actually happens that gas stations close in remote towns. Well, it was Oregon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But we these people pulled in right behind us, and we're looking for gas, too. And they happened to have enough to get to the next gas station. So she stayed with the wife, and I went with the husband, and they were super kind. And wow. we filled up our can. Yeah, yeah, we still talk to them. So That's fabulous. <laughs> yeah. So only one time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gas, sure yeah. that's like, okay, we're never doing that again. Yeah, yeah, you fill up your extra tanks. And yeah. <laughs> we got more extra tanks after that day, yeah, that's for sure. Definitely. <laughs> and uh, what was your favorite place? You said so maybe Idaho, but what else? Was there any other standouts? Um, there was a lot actually. Florida surprised me a lot. I I we're both more mountain people, but Florida had some really hole in the wall like cool places that you wouldn't have thought existed there. I think Idaho was amazing. I think yeah. Idaho's super underrated. Washington was really cool. Oregon was really cool. Montana was really cool. Parts yeah. of Texas were really fun. Yeah. South Dakota had probably and North Dakota. North Dakota had one of the most amazing sunrises I've ever seen. Yeah. Well, Idaho, I went went there once. We went just for the heck of it. I thought, and when we were done, I went, we both said, I, we could live here. Because it was this wholesome. Was it was yeah. when you were training? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, and, I think you, know you mentioned it. And it was, it was like wholesome. You know, yeah. my favorite story was this kid came up on a skateboard and popped his skateboard up and he was kind of looking like a you know teen you know a little and you, the first thought was this punk's gonna do something because it was kind of and he he apologized and said i'm sorry ma'am for getting so and it's close to you I, I i please accept my apology and we both were like who are you and where did you come from but that was kind of the whole that was kind of the Boise. Vibe. It was just a very, and I know they've gone through a lot of changes. I mean, that uh, the migration has its impacts on every area, but yeah. uh, it is, the, Idaho is a beautiful, beautiful place. Mm-hmm. And uh, Florida, see, I, I don't do big bugs and I'm not much for humidity, so that wouldn't be my choice. But you always hit the little holes in the wall. You know, I obviously followed you guys and lived vicariously through Instagram, but you always found the little Kind of the off the beaten trail uh, bars and restaurants and and whatever and so how did you find how do you find things so you're driving around uh, looking for the, little holes in the wall the so biggest you, thing is social media um, you follow the right people and they know where to go but also using like hashtags using blogs um, Pinterest was big one really and then just Yelp reviews or Google reviews. Stuff like that. Yeah, pretty much. Just scroll through Instagram and the local spots. and Or even some of the r- best places were stuff that we just randomly fell into. Like, we're like, this place kind of looks good. Let's just try it. And it, it might have, like, the best tacos you've had in a while. So, yeah. Who would have thought? Just travel via social media. See, you, Jasmina, <laughs> being a social media expert could probably have told me that the hashtags they take you to all the little worlds <laughs> you know my generation hashtags first of all we think it should be the pound sign for the old dial phones <laughs> or the pound but um i forget you know we, we talk about hashtag this hashtag that and forget to search by hashtag but really that's what's meant for mm-hmm. um so it's been that's been amazing so as you're now are you settled do you think do you feel settled sort of Depends what you mean by settled. Arizona yeah. will be home base for, <laughs> for sure, but 
I think we always like branching out and doing new things and going new places. We well, don't get, know how to relax or sit still, so <laughs> I don't know if settle is a good word for us. Yeah. Well, I, I, I do understand that sit still thing. That is hard to turn off the the everything and just decompress and we all decompress differently i could see road tripping to me would be decompressing now those of the, those of you that know roseanne that is not she has since she has to help me drive that is not relaxing for her but i could see where that would be just go and not know where you're going not care and um so are you done RVing? Do you think is that enough of your for the for a while? Way, time yeah, RV. in the way that we were yeah. for sure. Yeah, we won't go back to that. But taking trips with RV, yeah, you still have your RV? Yeah. Is that park? Is that so? Tell me about that. You, then you know. So it's not enough to just get off the road, kick the dust off our boots. You then go buy land up in I don't know where somewhere, and you decide to live there. And build a little house, Airbnb, right? One, so far, is there more now? One for now, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of self-sustaining, right? Yeah. Yeah, actually, this week, we finally hired full-time people. So I was going up every week. But now it's like, it's good, as of this week. And so you have that house, that little cottage or Mm -hmm. whatever it is, and your RV? So it's up there? Yeah. And you rent those both out? Just the house for now. Just the house? Yeah. And you can have a full-time person doing that. Yeah, they live locally, and they just take care of the laundry and clean it, and mm-hmm. yeah. And then you ended up back in Anthem, of all places. How'd you pick Anthem? Proximity to the seventeen. <laughs> we had to think of our commute at that point. <laughs> yeah. So, any idea what's next? Have you thought about that? Um, so I know we're getting going married. To have to, yeah, true. Well, that, but also our lease is coming up, so we're going to have to figure out what we're going to be doing. <laughs> yeah. Um, little project is the we've got like an old 1962 Shasta little 13 foot trailer that we're we ripped out the insides, cleaning it up, and making a photo booth out of it. Oh, like, fun! Yeah, for like weddings or we blame the open event. houses at weddings for that idea, but yeah, but we found one on OfferUp or Craigslist. OfferUp, yeah. And just bought it. Just like, let's do it. You impulsive kids. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are <laughs> impulsive. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> we don't second guess. That's true. Yeah. Well, that's the best way to do it. So let's talk about on the road meals a little bit. How did you decide to start that? I mean, obviously I get being a dietitian, that piece, but yeah, I now think, to make it a full-fledged business. Yeah, I think um, Tom and I are pretty lucky that we've always been the health and wellness industry for Years, I think Tom's been what natural bodybuilder. Since I was like ten, I was working. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you were Schwarzenegger for a while. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it was like. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, yeah, and I've been a dietitian for over ten years and in nutrition for over fifteen years. So we were. I've always meal prepped. Um, we've always worked out and meal prepped, and uh, we. Meal prepped in 2019 in Arizona a little bit just for family, friends, and then 2020 happened, so we decided to go on the road. We were RVing, ended up in Austin, and then in Austin, we're like, we really want to buy land in Arizona because we know Arizona is pretty home to us, and so we're like, okay, well, let's let's see what our options are and we started saving saving for to purchase this land and we started meal prep 
in Austin in the RV. Uh, we got to about our most meals there was about 108 meals in an RV in Austin. So you were prepping them in the RV. Yes. Yeah, it was. So uh, was that in that? It was interesting. I'll that, show you a kind, was that kind of under the under the radar screen because it was in a professional kitchen or what? How did that work? It, it's different in Texas. Of and course, it's different everything's for like smaller businesses. Sure. So it was pretty much people we knew that we were prepping for, and yeah, so like it even was even people in the RV park and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So it was a little different, and then it it became. An idea that we had there that we're like, well, we're going to Arizona. Um, it seems to be pretty popular. Why don't we just try it in Arizona when we're there? And we'll make it official. We'll get a commercial kitchen. We'll do, you know, we'd be in Maricopa County, so follow Maricopa County guidelines and that type of thing. So we kind of went for it. <laughs> and it's grown. So you started when you first started, how many, I mean, your first few months, how many were you um, prep? How many meals were you making? So we were, our first weekend here, we're about 125 meals. And then we've been above 500 meals. So we're going to probably surpass 600 meals and we're hoping to surpass a thousand meals by the end of the year in a weekend, I should say. How do you scale that? You know, everything's about scale, right? I mean, it's one thing, to, the RV thing, you know, wasn't probably sustainable only because you're in an RV. and yeah. But you get here, and so you start, and it's 125 or whatever, and all of a sudden you're up to 400, and it's just the two of you. I know you get a little, you get some help, but how do you scale that? So how do you not lose quality service? Have you, because any every business goes through that. You start as, and I think about our real estate agents. Okay, they start and they do as much as they can, and then their eyes cross because they can't do anymore. And then you decide to to try to scale. So, wh what have you guys? How have you tackled that problem or not that challenge? I'd say not a problem. That's good. You're growing. Yeah. Um, a big thing was so when we first started for the first six or se seven months, I guess we were up in Williams or north of Williams. So it was a three and a half hour drive down and three and a half back. So on the way back, we would just go over everything on the weekend and how it went, what we can improve the next weekend, et cetera, et cetera. And then Hannah's all over the social media, just pushing out, pushing out, getting influencers to um, have the meals and then they push it out. And so that's helped immensely with her social media and, and that. So that's growing that piece, but what about operationally? Yeah, staffing is huge. Yeah. So I know how hard it is to find people. You talk oh, to anybody. Yes. So how and, do you handle that? And just like a, like a really part-time job on the weekends, really difficult. I We luckily both know a lot of people who need side income, which is always great. A lot of our current coworkers are are people who help us in the kitchen are actually people we know from other jobs. So that's been really helpful, um, but we do definitely, as we grow, staffing is like the biggest thing and hiring and training and putting more time to that so that the quality still remains. We're, we're both full in the kitchen all the time, so um, I think uh, that, that's an opportunity where we're, we're learning. <laughs> um, we're outsourcing a lot of the driving, and the, the driving piece can be very challenging. Oh, I can imagine. You definitely have call-outs, and when you have meals to deliver, you, you have to deliver them. 
So the good thing is we're always the backup, no matter what. Um, but we always make sure that we're fully staffed before a weekend. And then that way, if we have any potential call outs, then we always have backup people or or we can take over that piece. So, so you're here and Tucson, right? Yes. And is that does that offer any challenges, extra challenges? It's all logistics, I think. That's a good yeah. word to describe it. <laughs> but is it a subscription? So it is not a subscription. So the I I think um I don't want to try to trick anyone. Like I want people to be able to choose what meals they want and what they're going to eat because it helps decrease food waste by the end of the week if they're ordering stuff they're going to eat. So it's they can order as little as one meal or as many as they want. So we have a pretty um pretty I would say very very variety based menu. There's yeah. a ton of options. Um, we do a lot of like bulk cooked items too. That way, if people do have like food allergies, for example, then they, they want to just purchase a pound of cooked steak, then that's available as an option too. Or we have um, our menu changes every week, and we have a lot of different size options too. So, trying to help everyone. Um, with their macros especially because everyone's different not everyone fits into a box um but also we're not personal chefs so we can't customize those meals that's why we kind of have a bunch of variety for them so so tucson logistics always fun as long as we have a driver we can do it yeah well yeah the the variety i think is actually I think that's the good part. I've tr- I, now I've not tried your stuff. It's I vow to. That's one of the things I want to talk to you about. Is so, you know, when you get older, uh, your waist gets smaller, but it moves up. And I don't know that defies gravity. So I'm not sure why <laughs> that does that. Um, but you know, the the few times I've tried something, you kind of go. It's either been, I think sometimes it's inconsistent, which is kind of a bummer. And I don't know if that's because people try to get too cute. To me, it's like if you're buying a meal you want good but it doesn't have to be you know don't get it too try to be too fancy because mm-hmm. execution to me i can't imagine i don't care how good you are when you start doing bulk i mean that that can be trouble and um so you know that's that's my goal so we're going to talk about my plan my meal plan and what my um you know my exercise guru will tell me to do to, to move my waist back down you know what? That you you got something in mind? You're smiling like Jay. Uh, you're never gonna do it. <laughs> Wheels are too late. Yeah, it's like ah, we got tires to flip. No, yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> it's a tough. It's like I can hurt you. You still live. Um, so um, wow, that's great. So marriage, you're I get married. You know, I I I've been bugging Tom for a long time about that. Just. You know, stubborn, you know, he's... Since we met. Yeah, since yeah. we met. Do it! Do it! I think yeah. everyone has. Yeah. <laughs> and you were patient. You didn't go like, let's go, buddy. Did That's you? That's true. No. The no. right things always happen, so... Boy, you just guys... gotta wait. You guys are like, so namaste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, how are your parents doing? They've... They're good. Thought about move. They've come out a few times. They like Arizona. They're out still out east, right? They yeah. sold their place, didn't they? On their they did, city? and they're actually like today just looking at a place in Maine. They were here for three months recently. Um, my sister's in Maine with um, her daughters, and uh, they're looking there, but they might be out here part time. So you never know. Figuring it out, yeah. Well, especially now, you know, you come together and 
get your own herd for the yeah. RV, right? Um, any so any any parting words of wisdom that you two have? So for business, think about everyone moving here. You know, there's people starting businesses. There's people trying to figure it out, figure out where to live, what to do. You guys have kind of seen it all. I mean, for being young yet, I mean, you're you know still in your 30s. Gosh. Um, any words of wisdom for people moving to Arizona that you would say is now that you've traveled all over? Because people come with their own set of expectations from other parts of the country and they come here and go, huh, this is this is different. So what do you think? What do you think? What would you tell someone moving here? What's the first thing you would tell them to do? Um, order, order meals. I know that. Nobody <laughs> yeah, right. um, probably get out and meet people. Adventure, yeah, for lack of a better term. Huge. And, uh, yeah, a lot of nice people in Arizona, really nice, welcoming people. It's like the America of America. It's like the melting pot of America. That is... State. Y- hey, <laughs> register that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the America of America. Yeah. Uh, Running for governor. Just kidding. <laughs> I'd vote for you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Got one vote. Everyone nice. everyone would be working out. And, uh, you know, you'd have everyone on a, na- a state uh, workout plan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> What about you, Hannah? Anything anything comes to mind? Um, I think, well, going back to the adventuring, travel and explore. Um, if you haven't been outside, definitely go outside and explore and see what's out there for you. It doesn't have to be confined in four walls. Very true. And actually, Arizona is one of those states that has so much going on and no one really understands. They all think it's the desert. And you don't have to drive very far, and there's yeah. pine trees, and there's all these wonderful things. And so, and you guys have explored it all, hiked it all. You still doing your Grand Canyon runs? We just did another one with my parents. Dragged them down there. <laughs> you made your parents do the. Yeah. Did you and make them do it overnight? It was one of the best days of his life. Um, no, it was one day. Okay. Well, that's a whole other sidebar. But Tom, for for a while, was the run the Grand Canyon. You'd like you'd con all sorts of people into doing that. You'd have like this whole <laughs> herd of people going. This is look, we're gonna run the Grand Canyon in twenty four hours or twelve hours. I don't know what you did. And it's like that sounds like I would be dead, but you did it all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely did it more then than we do now, but we'll get down there once a year, maybe. Do you like that all, Hannah, as much as he does? Yeah, it's really fun, and it's honestly really cool showing people that they can do things that they didn't think they could do. That sure. is so very the, rewarding. That is the truest thing ever. If I could, you know, I think is when we run businesses, if we could show people what we see in them or what we know they could do, It'd be amazing, but you know we can only go so far. Doggy supplements too. Oh, oh doggy yes. supplements, <laughs> Dean, supplements buddy. That's yes. right. Dean needs yes. that. Um, well, um, I really appreciate you guys taking the time. Uh, so, if everyone out there, you're going to go to ontheroadmeals.com. We're going to have it on. We'll have it posted in all the various places. See, Amanda's already ordering. Check it out. Um, these two are legit. Can you? Do we say that legit? Yeah, Kinda. That's still. Okay. Yeah. That's, Is it okay? Yeah, good. I'd say you know, I get these things. And I go. I don't know. Is that good or bad? You know, I I don't know. And but uh, anyhow, thanks for joining us. And yeah. everybody, like, subscribe, comment, share. Comment, share. We're on all the podcast platforms. And uh, until we meet again on the good, the bad, and the orange, have a great week. Thank you.